everybody, and welcome to the Kajabi Edge podcast, where we talk to real entrepreneurs to give you an edge on Kajabi. I'm your host, Jared Lohman, Vice President of Customer Experience. And today I'm joined by my friend, Rebecca Austin, owner and creator of Strive for Savvy LLC. How's it going today, Rebecca? It's fantastic. How's it going for you? So excited to be here. Very good. Very good. Um, on this end, uh, tell us all, like, give us the elevator pitch on what Strive for Savvy is. Yeah, yeah. Strive for Savvy is a business that I started because when I have been going through my experience as an entrepreneur, I realized that a lot of people when they're starting their business don't really understand the client journey and the strategy that it takes to be successful in their business. And so that's where it just kind of evolved, where it was helping other entrepreneurs to really, really get the vision and understand what it is that they can accomplish with their with their business. Not just a lot, but I think that's everyone who starts a business, especially for the first time. Like nobody goes into this like just knowing what to do or if they do like I want to let's 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 find those people so I can learn as well. It's a journey. It really is and it's it's it continues to be a journey for me. I love to I you know I had heard I think it was Brian Tracy who said back in the day you're either green and growing or you're ripe and rotting and <laughs> and for me that's just kind of the thing. It's like you're always trying to to continue to make it better to to learn and if I can shorten that learning curve for um for others and that's then I've found my purpose. Very nice. Well, I guess tell us a little bit about uh, what kind of what what's the genesis uh, of you and this this online journey? How long have you been doing this? What happened? What came before this? Where did this all begin? Yeah, that's a great question. It's actually it's it's fun how different circumstances in your life can take you in different directions and lead you to where you are today. So you never know when you're in that position that it's taking you to another level. Sometimes those challenges that we're facing in our life they're they really suck at the time, but then later you look back and you're like, oh, that was just a stepping stone and. And so for me, my entrepreneurial journey, it really started when I was 15. I was very blessed that I had some slightly eccentric parents who wanted to be able to teach me and my brother and um, brothers and sister a little bit more about life than what we were learning in school. And so they they purchased for us our first business um, when I was 15. And my brother and I um, had a, a mobile DJ service, which was kind of an interesting thing because back then it was records and then turned to CDs and then kind of went from there, uh, kind of showing my age now at this point. Now, Nowadays, they do it with everything's just digital. But back then, it was really cool. We do weddings and class reunions and stuff like that. But it was a great learning experience at an early age to understand marketing and uh, client experience and how to work with your clients. And, and I was very blessed that at that time, doing that allowed me to pay for college while I was going through college. And I graduated with zero debt, which this now, nowadays, that's kind of like unheard of. But it was, wow. it was a huge blessing. Yeah, absolutely. To be be able to then start out in life with with that um, leg up. That's amazing, by the way. Like to to pay a college tuition off a a job that you started at the young age of fifteen. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was fun. It was a job that I mean, I learned at an early age too that I was a little spoiled, I guess, because I never dreaded going to work. It was like, hey, I get to go meet some cool people and make their life better and have a lot of fun in the process. And um, you know, I'd look at my friends where they were like flipping burgers and you know cleaning houses and some of those kind of things and it was just it, I was I felt very blessed and it was nice to be able to have that opportunity and I learned so much. Yeah, so this wasn't just like a side gig. This was something that you were taking seriously even at that age. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean you don't create a a business that pays for a college tuition if you're not like seriously uh you know seriously taking that business and treating it like a business. So that is that's impressive, but I I feel like I may have cut you off uh, uh I want to know more about this 
like what that journey was into where you're at today. Yeah, absolutely. So of course, you know, once I graduated college, then you think you're going to go off and do a real career, so to speak. And I went and got a job and um, worked my way up the corporate ladder. I, I became a corporate trainer for a very well-known university. Really enjoyed what I was doing there because I've always had a heart for education. But when my daughter was born, um, working 60 hours a week just really didn't cut it for me anymore. And it was like, okay, I don't want somebody else raising my child. And that's when I decided to make that really tough decision. My husband and I were like, well, you know, we're just going to have to walk away from that career, which was a very lucrative career at the time to be able to be a mom and then start my own business. And I knew I had done it before. I knew that there... And I um, had gotten my master's degree in marketing. So I, I had a little bit more insight and I'm like, I can do this. Well, it's not quite as simple as that. You know, you start and you don't all of a sudden have this overnight success. There were a lot of nights where it was like tears and what am I doing? And is this really the right decision? And is this what I should have... The direction we should be going? But I, every night though, I'd be like... I'd look at my daughter and be like, yeah, it's worth it because I can be here for her. I can work my schedule around what she needed. And there's there's a lot to be said for that, to be able to have that choice and the freedom. And, I, and we were at least were, were blessed in a way that my husband had a good job to where he could support those early days. I know not everybody has that um, at their fingertips where they can... You know, but we had, to, we had to cut corners on some things in the early early days and make some tough decisions on you know what, what could we get by with and what needed to be invested in um, and w- what direction we wanted to go. But it was a slow, it was a slow process. That one was, um, I, it was corporate training. I was working on training locally and going into businesses. And that eventually evolved into starting my first online business because I realized that I had a bigger audience if I could branch into the online world. And that was actually back in 2014 when the online world was not as prevalent as it is now. And a lot of people, even when you were going to try and do an online course, so to speak, they thought it would meant a DVD or a VHS even at some times. Um, and it certainly wasn't going online as much. So it was kind of an uphill battle, but it was it was so worth it because as I was every time that I would learn something new and we'd implement a new technique, it would continue to grow. And six years ago, my husband was diagnosed with cancer and we found ourselves at um, in Houston at the largest, one of the largest cancer hospitals in the world in order to save his life. And that was kind of a turning point for me and my business because now it was like, okay, there needs to be a completely different set of decisions that we make based off of what our circumstance was, as well as the fact that I felt so blessed that I was at least still working from home that I could be there for him because we had to basically uproot everything, move to Texas and we're in Missouri. So it was kind of like, okay, well, you know, he had to get the treatments that he needed. He needed the surgery in order to, um, to go through that. And um, it was while I was down there and just feeling at my complete wits end, you know, it's like the whole world is just crashing down on you when your whole world is like, okay, is he going to survive? I have this young daughter. Um, I'm trying to run a business. I'm trying to take care of him. And I happened to come across a ad on YouTube talking about this new thing called Kajabi that I, as an, uh, a founding member, get in early, 
on this new thing called Kajabi. And at the time, I remember just feeling this incredible sense of this is exactly what I needed right now. I mean, I was so overwhelmed. I was trying to use all of these different technologies, making them work. They were all costing a lot of money because you know each piece has its own subscription or its own cost. And then trying to make them work together and integrate. You know, I, I have a lot of people that will tell me, oh, Kajabi, it's so expensive. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It saved me so much money when I first started with Kajabi because I could eliminate so many different things that I was using to try and run my business. And it was it was amazing. So it was fantastic. So long and the short of it is, um, of course, I got into Kajabi. Really helped me to exponentially grow my business at that point. Um, made a couple key shifts in the direction I was going and started to get some real good clarity on my audience and what they needed and how I could best help them. And then it just started to explode from there. When I shifted over to doing more coaching and using the Kajabi platform to streamline everything was was really where everything took off. Okay. Well, my goodness, uh, Rebecca, you just covered like the entire story arc of every podcast. It's incredible. Like we've we've taken went from A to Z. So I want to, I guess, almost zoom in a little bit on certain areas of this journey. Um, in particular, you mentioned like some of the the challenges that ultimately drove you to make the you know the move into the online space you are you are piecing together different tools and i guess what i would like to understand is is for you like what what was your business at at that point were you operating as successful like uh, successful such a broad and uh, you know ambiguous term but like for for your purposes like did you was your business already established and you moved online or kind of what state were you in there yeah it was kind of in a transitional phase i was still figuring out what was what was my purpose what was my niche what was it that I mean, I have a lot, a wide range of skills and a lot of directions that I could go. And my initial, my first online business was completely different than the one I'm doing right now. So my very first Kajabi business was called Healthy Homestead Living. It's still actually live. It still has a growing audience. Um, but I was teaching my followers how to live healthier. Um, that was kind of part of the whole journey with my husband too, with his cancer. It was, you know, how do you make kombucha and how do you grow your own vegetables and how do you can and preserve the harvest. Um, Because you know I'm a country girl and I'm really into all of that kind of stuff too. But as I learned through that process and really was growing that particular part of the business, it really wasn't at that point enough to where I could take over the bills. You know, I was it was successful. I had a really good following, but it wasn't replacing the income that I made as a, a corporate trainer. And that's really where I wanted to be. I wanted to at least match what I was doing prior to walking away, if not exceed. And as I was working on that process, it taught me so much about the online realm. It taught me how to market the online business, how to really zero in on your niche audience, how to change my mindset and and to really look at the client journey. And that's kind of what I do now. I realized that really what my superpower is taking the experiences that I've had, as well as my knowledge in marketing and websites and, and technology to be able to help my clients now in shortening that journey and really looking at the client's experience and to strategize your website. The mistake I see so often was the same mistake that I did early on, which was, okay, I have this idea and I'm just going to create a website and I'm going to launch it and I'm going to make all this money. And the reality is that yes, you can, but there's a little bit more strategy behind it. There's a little more finesse of thinking about what the client journey is, what's their problem, what's their pain point, how can we solve that problem with what it is that we offer? I love that. Uh I'd love to just like kind of 
kind of just zone in on like, what is your philosophy on that? Like when you're, you know, someone comes to you with an idea or I don't, I don't know, like where, where in the, the journey do they generally find you in your current, like the current state of your business today? Yeah, absolutely. So the current state of my business, a lot of times when people find me is they've already tried to launch, they've not gotten the results that they thought they should. And I like to say that I'm a website strategist and a conversion specialist because so often they're missing a few key elements that are the cornerstone to really getting those conversions. And that really, it, it's amazing how, you know, if you have, if you're baking cookies and you leave out the baking soda or the baking powder, it's not going to re- come out the same. There, every ingredient has its purpose. And yeah, you can, you can change a few. You can add a little extra sugar if you want it to be sweeter, or you could, you know, cream the butter versus melt the butter versus, you know, depending on the consistency of the cookie that you want at the end. But ultimately those ingredients all have to be there. And what I find so often is that clients coming in now, they're just missing a few ingredients and they don't even know those ingredients are required. Yeah, that's a that's a really interesting analogy. I mean, I de- baking, uh, whereas cooking, I think, is an art, baking is definitely a science. And is that kind of like the philosophy that you have in terms of starting the business is kind of like wrapping a scientific process around it? To a point, there's I'm a data-driven girl. You know, I like to say I'm a data geek. And I, I notice that a lot of clients aren't even looking at their data. They're not really following what the numbers are saying. They're not really looking at some of those components. The other thing is, I wouldn't say so much science as it is strategy. So that's why if you look at my website, it's about the strategy. That's why my logo is the chess piece. It's the knight on the chessboard. Because so often in business, we are taking two steps forward, one step sideways. And then the next move, we're taking two steps backwards and one step sideways. And or maybe it's two steps sideways, one step forward. And that really is, that's the chess piece. And that's what they're doing. But it's a very important piece on the board. It's extremely strategic and important because every and every piece on the board is important. So I guess to use another analogy is it's really about businesses like chess and you have to be strategic. strategic. And if you're not being strategic, how are you ever going to win the game? How are you ever going to achieve what it is that you're trying to achieve? You can just move ch- boards or you know you can move pieces around the board, but it's not necessarily going to get you where you want to go. I'd, I'd love to understand like how did you apply? Let's just maybe thinking about this time where you were trying to fully replace uh, your income from your other business and really move into this state to where you have I don't know if it's complete freedom, complete financial alliance, whatever that that success metric was for you. How did you kind of take like or maybe this was your learning process for understanding the strategic elements of it? How did you apply those? or what did you learn throughout that journey? Yeah. So, I mean, a a lot of it for me has always just been trial and error. And then of course, also implementing a lot of of other help as well. I think that everyone needs a coach regardless of what you're doing. It doesn't matter if you're you're trying to lose weight, you need a fitness coach. Or if you're wanting to excel in business, you need a coach because an outside perspective, a good coach is going to help you adjust your perspective. And I had the, the benefit of some really, really powerful, amazing coaches at the right times that I needed them to help me adjust my perspective just enough to be able to look at things a little bit differently. And that's what really made the, the biggest impact, honestly, in my business was to, to use that outside perspective to help me really elevate 
So it's take, getting that that additional perspective. Um, uh, so I'd love to understand, like when you when you made this this journey, like I guess when did you realize or when did you feel like you finally hit whatever that goal was that you had in mind, or or have you hit that goal yet? Actually, there's always new goals that we said once we we hit a milestone. You can't just sit back on your laurels, and that's just part of being an entrepreneur. I think I do remember the day though where you know I spent years of just struggling, and oh, you know sometimes there were times where I was like I didn't even know if I was going to be able to pay for groceries. I mean, it's like this, you walk up to the checkout and you kind of cringe, like, is it going to go through Is the debit card? You know, it's like, is it, is it going to bounce or is it going to deny? Or, you know, it's like, you're so close on, on funds every month and it's stressful. It's really, it's a challenge, but you know, it's, it was a matter of just persevering and, and keeping it going. And it was such an incredible enlightenment for me to one day just realize, Hey, wait a minute, I've actually made it. I've, you know, the first time that I hit six figures, gross was incredibly powerful. And then when I hit six figures net was and recognizing that when I was looking at my numbers, like, Oh, wow, I've actually made more than my husband this year. And not only exceeded what I made in the corporate job, but I more than doubled what I was making in the corporate world. So um, that was, that was really exciting, but we haven't stopped there. So it's kind of like, okay, so now what's the next level? And that's where we recently, I, I have a, a new partner that was just a kind of a fun story that I was working with her on her Kajabi and, and and uh, at the end, it was like, well, we should go somewhere warm and celebrate. And I said, well, if we're going to go somewhere warm, we should do a mastermind and and have other people come and work with us. And she's like, done, let's do it. So we designed a mastermind. And and so now it's like a whole new level of where we're going next in, in the business. That's awesome. Has this already happened or is this coming soon? It, well, we're launching in... Well, actually, we just launched last week. We're opening, okay. We just opened the doors next week. So the mastermind's actually in May of 2022 in Scottsdale... Um, Arizona. We're very excited about this because we spent two years developing what we call prescriptive coaching. We trademarked the the methodology and it's data-driven. Because like I said, I'm a data girl. And what we do is we pull data in over 25 surveys on every attendee so that when they come to the mastermind, they actually get a prescription based on their data of exactly what steps that they need to take to see that biggest results. It's, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, I love that. And I guess like speaking of data and speaking Speaking of results, like how have you seen this actually come to fruition with the clients that you're working with? And like, does this happen consistently? Do you feel like you really have got this down to a science? Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, it's like we look at there's so many different things that you need to look at when you're trying to grow your business. And, you know, one of the things that I see a lot, unfortunately, too often is the the money. You have to control your money or your money is going to control you. And so do you know where your money's going? Are you looking at a profit and loss statement? And I've I've had clients come in with like, well, what's a (laughs) P&L? It's like, okay, well, let's talk about this a little bit. And then when we're looking at our website, it's things like, well, do you know where your clients are coming from? Are you controlling the journey once they get there? Do you know where you're, they're, they're dropping off? Um, do you know where the problem is on your website that could be improved to increase that journey and take them on that path? Um, so if we're not looking at the analytics and we're not really getting a feel for who your audience is, where they're coming from, what they do when they get there, and where they are leaving, how can you ever make decisions in your business and ever improve on what you're currently doing? Yeah. 
So I would, as much as you're willing to, like, what's kind of the teaser version of this, like that you would for, for our listeners, for anyone who is like considering taking this leap, starting a business, like what would be kind of like your top three, top five, however in depth you want to go um, into some of your philosophies? As far as getting started? Yeah. Yeah. Getting started. Number one, I would say definitely have a clear vision of what it is that you want to accomplish. It doesn't always necessarily need to be what it is that your product is or what your offer is at first, uh, because sometimes that changes. It did for me. I mean, the website consulting and, and strategy has nothing to do with kombucha, so to speak, you know, but it was, it was that path that led me where I am today. But you still have to have that clear vision of where it is that you want to go and what you can do for your audience. So sometimes it's just a matter of taking an inventory of what your, your skill sets are and where, what you offer and what you can contribute to the world? What's your purpose? What's your your value statement? And for some people, especially those who have a really hard time with maybe some insecurities, or if they aren't used to giving themselves kudos, that can be a challenging exercise. And it's an important one because if you can't have that vision of your destination, how do you know that you're going to... How to get there? So the path shouldn't... I mean, it's going to meander a little bit, but of course it's going to meander if you don't have a clear vision of the destination. So that would be number one. Once you know it exactly exactly it is that you want to accomplish. And I would encourage you not to focus specifically on just dollar signs, although that's kind of an easy way to get started if you're not sure how to do this and where to go. Sometimes it may be, well, I want to, you know, hit six figures, you know, that kind of thing. But it's more to it than that because there's a lot of people. And in fact, that's what we're doing a lot with our mastermind clients is now we have clients that are making multiple six figures, but they're so unhappy. They're overwhelmed. They there's no joy in their life life. There's no balance. They, their relationships are shot. And so it's more than just looking at a dollar sign. It's, it's what is the perfect scenario? What is it that you truly want in life? So that would be number one. Number two is understanding that everything in, as far as growth, it has to have a combination of three key concepts. And that is your mindset, your motivation and methodology. And all three need to be in place in order for true transformation and true benefits to have to take place. Because if you don't have all three, you're missing the components. So your mindset, I'm talking about your your belief system, um, which includes limiting beliefs. So a lot of times it's your limiting beliefs that are holding you back. And in the early days, that was a big one for me. I had so many limiting beliefs that would that I can look back now and recognize that it was that I didn't think I could, and that those barriers were actually part of what created my reality. So addressing and understanding your mindset and where you are with this, um, with with where you want to go is, is a big step. Motivation is your why, your purpose. I mean, you know, everybody talks about um, Simon Sinek's know your why. and But the part is it, it's not just knowing your why. It has to be the whole, all three of them together. But if you don't know your why and you don't have a clear vision of your purpose, then when you wake up in the morning, there's nothing driving you to actually do the actions that are required in order to get there. So you know, I like to use the example of like weight loss, for example, because that was a big one for me. It's just like, why to lose weight and I knew I could, you know, it was like the belief, the mindset problem, or it wasn't a problem. It was more just that I didn't have a deep enough why. 
until my husband got sick. And now all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, I need to be healthy because health is such a crucial component of everything. And I need to be there for my daughter because if something happens to my husband, I mean, what is she going to do? So my motivation completely shifted because my why was so much stronger. And then every morning when you wake up and it's like, oh, I got to go do my workout or I, I got to make better choices on what food that I'm eating. It was so much easier to say no to those junk foods or things that I knew I shouldn't be eating. And it was so much easier to say yes to actually doing the actions and doing the workouts and doing what I needed to do from that perspective. So the why and the motivation is a huge cornerstone part. But if you don't believe you can, and then of course, the third one of methodology, that's doing the right actions in the right order um, that goes along with those. So that I would say would be the the other key component is, is to, to understand those three, those three for you and what it is you're wanting to accomplish. So first you have to know what it is, and then you address those three. I love that. It's like we got a bonus uh, on number two. We got three for our number two. <laughs> Mind, mindset, <laughs> motivation, and methods or methodology. Yep. Yeah. And I didn't coin that. It actually came from Jim Quick. Um, okay. If anyone's a big follower of Quick Brain, uh, but it, it's so impactful and was a major shift for me and is a significant cornerstone of our mastermind. Very cool. Well, I guess uh, I'd love to kind of just roll this back to like, just so I can understand, like, where does this all play out for you in the Kajabi world? Are you actually using Kajabi to promote your own methodologies? Are you primarily using this to help others at this state? Like kind of where, where does that come into the picture for you? Yes, all of the above. So I am a hundred percent Kajabi. I use it for everything. Of course, as a founding member, I do have some really awesome side perks, which I love. But the, the cool thing that I love about Kajabi is that it's constantly improving. And over the years, it's mind blowing and the price hasn't changed. So it's kind of like, I'm just so imp- impressed with all of the things that Kajabi includes, but it, it makes it so much easier for an entrepreneur like me who I just want to run my business. I don't want to have to hire someone to handle the technology. I don't want to have to have all of this trying to make things integrate, which I did prior to Kajabi. It was such a headache because you know what? You had your CRM software and you had your money software as far as collecting your funds and um, you know your shopping cart or whatever they call it these days. Um, we had the website. And then of course, the website couldn't do everything you needed it to do. So we had all of these different things. And every other platform that I've looked at even since Kajabi just doesn't even come close as far as the client journey, which is such a big part of what I teach. And, and that's why I think I have a lot of clients that I've helped shift from other platforms to Kajabi because the client journey is the key to everything in your business, how they feel, what their impressions are after they buy. All of those things are so important. And Kajabi excels in the product and the client journey, in my opinion. So yeah, we use it for... Um, I use it for my coaching now, which I'm super, super excited that Kajabi came out with the coaching. It's absolutely phenomenal. Makes it so much easier for me on that realm. Again, I was using several different solutions to make that work. And now it's all in one. So thank you, Kajabi. Very, very cool. We use it for our online supplemental training that goes along with the coaching programs. I use it for all of our marketing funnels. And then now with the mastermind, everything for the mastermind is also included. Of course, that's a whole separate website and whole separate everything. Amazing. Well, I know you've touched on a lot of this, like, but like just to kind of wrap it up, like what has changed for you today as a result of these decisions that you've made to pursue this, this lifestyle as an entrepreneur? 
Yes. So I could not have even envisioned back when I first started the amazing life that I live right now. I mean, I have so much flexibility when COVID hit and everybody was on lockdown. My life didn't change at all. (laughs) I mean, it really didn't other than the fact that I got really, really busy because everybody was shifting online and they needed the services that I was offering. But I was working from home already, have the freedom of flexibility. I have an in-home office and I have I could do a whole nother podcast about tips on working from home. But yeah, I mean, it, there's there's that. My husband is great. At six years ago, he survived and he's still going strong. And we have so much more time together than we did even before. The, the level of peace and joy that comes when you don't have to worry about where the next grocery payment is going to come from or that if you get in your car and are you going to make it where you want to go because it has 325,000 miles on it and... <laughs> It, will it even get me where I want to go? You know, those are the kind of things that it's it's that underlying stress that is just gone, and 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 you just can't describe what that does for having that peace of mind. But also, it's more than that for me. It's not just financial. What I love is that I've I've found something that I get to work my purpose, and I get to make a difference in other people's lives. And what's even better is when what I'm doing is helping other people make an impact on their audiences. So if what I'm doing is helping entrepreneurs to make a difference and leave a legacy. I love that. Yeah, we were kind of, I think, chattering about that just a little bit before we started recording this. How uh, I was thinking about from my perspective, you know, working at Kajabi, I get to see so many cool stories, just amazing stories of different people doing different things. And it sounds like you kind of get a a taste of that as well, working with entrepreneurs as well. I love seeing what kind of ideas people come up with and what audiences and, and how they can help them and what impact they're going to make when they when they just get out there and get eyeballs on what it is that they're offering and then just making it better. It's so exciting, especially because the formula doesn't change much no matter what it is that you're offering. It's just a matter of, of putting that formula in with what it is that they're doing. And and it works. Very nice. Well, Rebecca, for anyone who's interested, who's listening, how should they find find out more about you? How do they get a hold of you? Yeah, absolutely. So my website is strive with the number four savvy.com, S-T-R-I-V number four, S-A-V-V-Y.com. And on my website, actually on the homepage, I have a really cool, what's your next strategy? What's your next move quiz, which is really a lot of fun because if you go there, you can take the quiz and it'll tell you what your next biggest strategic move for to get the biggest impact in your business. So that might be a marketing strategy. It might be content strategy. It might be website strategy. You know, there's a lot of different directions that you can take that strategic approach and really see where you need to go to, to start seeing some massive growth. So that's a really fun one. I also have a really great pipeline worksheet because that's a big one for people is where do I even start on creating my sales funnel? And and that's free all on my website. So people are welcome to go and check it out. Amazing. I, I'm sure they've already gotten a ton of value uh, just listening to you today. So I, I can only imagine what will come from taking advantage of some of those free opportunities that you have. Well, with that said, I think that's all we have for everyone today. Uh, just wanted to send a reminder out to everyone as well. In fact, I think we have uh, one more shout out. We just got another... Uh, five-star review from KSAM9 on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for sharing that review. And of course, would love it if you guys all did the same. It means the world to us. Your feedback means the world to us. Um, You can also always reach out to us at uh, edgepodcast at kajabi.com if you have any feedback or if you know of anyone who should be a guest on this show. So with that said, thank you again, Rebecca, for joining us today. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Well, uh, we will look forward to seeing everyone else next week on the Kajabi Edge Podcast. 